Hello and welcome back to Project Upgrade. It is episode five. Episode five already. Damn, time flies by when you're having fun. (laughs) As they say, and uh, we're living that. We really are. I'm Samantha. And I am Lucas. And today we are going to be talking about comparing yourself to others. A topic that is very prevalent in the bodybuilding and the fitness world, obviously, with social media. Everyone's posting progress photos. Everyone's posting them looking fantastic. It's a topic that everyone, including us, gets sucked into and we find ourselves always comparing yourself to the next guy and just really seeing how you're going compared to them. It's a very important topic, that's I for think sure. so. It's powerful. But before we get into it, the last two episodes, we forgot to do our wins of the week. <laughs> I was so upset when I realised. I think we were just too keen to get into these topics. We were. <laughs> we just steamroll right into the source. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, um, each week we'll chat about a win for the week for both of us because we believe that it's very important to look back and just, you know, celebrate yourself kind of thing. Um, but would you like to kick off or would you like me to start? Or Well, yeah, I did have a good win this week. I mm. had a very good business win, actually. So the coaching's going very well so far and I had three no- new sign-ups this week. Yeah, you so did. So something for me to definitely celebrate about and something that I've been actively trying to start improving on is my online coaching as I am a face-to-face coach. Getting the online side rolling is such a big goal for me at the moment. So getting three new clients and then onboarding them for the coming week next week is something that I'm actually really excited has happened. Three sign-ups for one week is awesome. That's an yeah, awesome yeah, I'm cheering. Yeah. I'm, I'm cheering about that. Yeah, I'm done, <laughs> what about you, Sam? Any uh, big win this week? Yeah, actually a huge win this week. Huge win? Yeah. How huge? So Wixfit hit the highest cash flow month ever. Woo-hoo! Yeah. I was that so is a excited. huge win. I was so excited. I was like jumping off walls. You were actually jumping off walls. I went to text you and I was like, no, like, no, no, no. I'm <laughs> going to tell be them in person. person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you were. Can confirm walls were jumped off. <laughs> Definitely. It was just a big milestone. Like I've been wanting to hit that a certain milestone for a while. And I just thought it was a long time away until I got it. But then it was actually a lot shorter. So it was just really cool to see it come quicker yeah because it just shows how quick the business is actually excelling so yeah really exciting well it's an awesome achievement and then for it to come quicker than you had thought just really proves that how well you're actually handling the business so congratulations thanks babe Mm -hmm. we're killing it we are killing it it. i love it (laughs) (laughs) all right well let's get into the topic shall we let's do it comparing yourselves to others yeah so as everyone says i feel like this is very cliche but you know instagram is a highlight reel everyone says it And I'm even one of those people that roll their eyes when I hear it. I'm like, oh, we get it. Instagram's a highlight reel. But I feel like people don't understand to the extent of how much of a highlight reel it actually is. So I heard this one saying in a podcast once, which was the Maccas saying I was telling you before, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, like when you go to Maccas and you see on like the big photos, like the burgers and like what you're getting and you're like, oh my God, that looks so good. I'm going to buy it. And then you buy it and it looks nothing like what you saw in the photo. Like it looks like it's been squashed mm-hmm. and like just not appetizing at all. And you go, oh, if I knew it was going to look like this, I wouldn't have gotten it. That is literally Instagram. Like think about it. Like I'm not going to post a bad photo of me. No, I love that analogy, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's not mine. I got it off another podcast. I just can't remember which podcast yeah, it was. Yeah, no, regardless, <laughs> good, good advice. <laughs> yeah, but I just think like when I think of Instagram as a highlight reel now, that's literally what I think about. Yeah. Like the second I heard that saying, I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense now. Because we were talking about it before. I remember seeing a backstage uh, video of how they make those ads and just Mm. how meticulous they are with placing the lettuce on top of the patty and then placing the tomato at the right angle and then slowly putting the bun on top. 
But then if you were to see the kitchen of McDonald's, it's just people slapping these burgers together. So they obviously show their best self for the advertisement. And like, of course they would, right? Just like Instagram, of course, people are going to post their best photos. But it's important not to get caught up in thinking that's how they are all the time. Like it's very easy to say, want to to get a photo done, get 100 photos taken, choose the best one, edit it up, put it on Instagram. But the tricky part is seeing that and assuming that's that person all the time and then looking at yourself in the mirror and thinking, well, I don't look like that. Mm. That's the dangerous part about it. Not even Instagram though, like TikTok, like everything. Oh, everything for sure. You're obviously, exactly. You're going to always show up as your best self. Like it makes sense. And I'm not saying that you should not post bad photos of yourself or anything like that. Like I've posted bad photos of myself too. Mm. But I mean like, you know, when you're getting ready for a show, you're not going to post a bad photo of yourself. You're going to post a great photo of yourself being like, guys, look at me. I'm X weeks out. Like, of course you're going to do that. You're not going to post a photo of you bloated after your last meal of the day. No. So I think that's a very important thing to remember that Instagram and social media, everything is literally a highlight reel. And when you see something and you go, oh, I don't look like that. Okay, well, maybe you don't look like that because you have just had your five meals of the day and you are a little bit bloated and they took this photo first thing in the morning when they were fasted. You know, like I mean, there's like a strategy that. behind these photos, yeah. right? They always choose what, like, a big one is when someone gets a pump in the gym. Mm. If you see a guy or a girl, they're posting a saucy photo in the gym with veins popping out and their chest is looking huge. Like, they probably just had the biggest chest workout and now they're full of blood, they're pumped up. Like, they didn't wake up like that. Like, the pump is a real thing. So that is definitely one of the one of the things to look out for is just people choosing the right times for these photos. So you, you not being in that certain scenario, you're probably not going to look like that. So it's important to realise that. Mm, exactly. But that leads on to the next one, which is another big comparison I catch myself doing a lot mm. is someone's chapter one might be someone else's chapter five. Like, that's a huge thing I find myself going like, oh, like, why don't I have massive delts like them? Well, that's because they've been training delts for 10 years. Yeah, just being at a different stage of your fitness journey, for Mm -hmm. sure, which is so easy to do because you see someone that looks fantastic on an Olympia stage or just someone in the gym that's been in there for five years. Like, of course, they're going to look a little bit more developed, right? Someone that's been in there for one year, you can't expect to look like them, but to realize that, okay, they've got a few more years under their belt. Maybe in that amount of time, I'll look like that, which is probably going to be the case. Mm. Like, if you keep doing what you're doing for the time that they've done it, you know, who's to say that you won't look like that, that at that point, but to compare yourself directly to someone that's got years worth of experience and actual muscle gaining potential, it's it's never going to be favorable. Exactly. Like I remember when I was first starting out in gym and I was doing like the whole, yeah, I want to get a big bum phase. Like I want to have a big glutes, you know, kind of thing. Like I feel like everyone went through that phase. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing this girl on Instagram, can't remember her name, but I remember like reading her caption because she literally was saying like, you know, this is me five years ago. This is me five years down the track. But the difference is, is that this has been five years in the making and like saying that, you know, and number one, I was only just, I just started training. I'm only doing three days a week here when now I'm training five days a week consistently for five years. I'm eating well. I've actually learned a lot about the gym, that kind of stuff. And I remember sitting there going, Oh, I wonder what I'll look like in five years. Then. Yeah. And now five years later, I'm like, Oh, cool i have a bum now (laughs) yeah well exactly and now you're kind of on the a side of that comparison and then you've got girls obviously looking up to you being like i want to look like that it's like just put in the time that i've put in and then there's no reason why you can't look like that yeah i think like even you know it was my first wbff show and i feel like a lot of people like oh how did 
Sam looked like that her first show. And it's like, yeah, well, I actually did two other seasons before I actually came into the <laughs> Yeah, show. it's not her first like bodybuilding no, show. She's not no. fresh into the gym scene. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. What about you? Do you experience anything like that sometimes? I did when I was younger, like when I was just getting into the gym. Like I would see some of the big guys. I would see some guys that did bodybuilding shows. And then obviously me being like a year or two into the gym, I was, I was w- trying to work hard, right? Like in my mind, I was working as hard as I could, just trying to like push as much weight. But then I was like, well, I don't have that six pack that that guy has. The big one for me was the legs because mm. I never had legs. Even for years and years of me going through bodybuilding training, my legs never really developed as much as I would like them to. I think one, because I was uneducated on how to properly train them. Because like there's one thing to spend a lot of time in the gym just working at that muscle, but then it's also a number of years perfecting how to hit that muscle, yep. educating yourself on the best training techniques and also just tuning up your diet and just understanding the whole world, having a few more years into just learning stuff as well as implementing stuff is going to be huge. And I didn't really have that. Like I didn't have that experience of learning how to actually grow this muscle properly. But I'll see the guys with the big legs and I'm like, I'm trying to grow them. Why aren't I growing them? I don't understand. And then I realized people have been chipping away at this way longer than me. But you eventually realize this and then you kind of ground yourself eventually. I've got no direct like example though of like any big bodybuilders. I remember just seeing guys just being like, why don't I look like that? Yeah. But then screw my head on and realize, well, I'm the baby in this game compared to these guys. And I think that's the important part, like actually pulling yourself back and going, okay, why am I actually feeling this way? When I look at this person, why do I feel like I'm not doing well enough? Okay, well, how long have they actually been doing what it is that I want to do? That's probably the answer. Yeah. Like, you know, muscle density takes time. It's not a quick thing that happens. Growing a muscle group takes time. No matter how hard you work at it as well. Exactly. Like if you work even harder in the gym, it's not to say that you're going to grow the amount of muscle that this guy or girl has. Mm. Like time is is an absolute factor with this regardless of effort or anything like that your, mu- your body actually needs time to build this muscle yeah. so to think that you can and that it comes down to just being realistic with your goals as well so like understanding that okay maybe i can't achieve what this guy has achieved like in the next six months or something but maybe if i give myself two years or something like that then maybe i can achieve that but to short change it'd be like i want that body now let's work at that body now so i can get that as soon as possible it's a bit hard to do that if you kind of discount how much time is needed to achieve that i also think a lot of people for example like with pro cards people are like oh i want to be that one person who gets a pro card first go because let's be mm-hmm. honest there have been people out there who have won a pro card first go it happens like you know hats off to them and that goes for all federations but um I'll, we we don't see the behind the scenes you know we don't see the have they been a professional netballer for X amount of years, that's why they have this muscle group. Yeah. Have they been a horse rider? Have they actually been doing a different federation for years? You know, like there are a lot of different factors that come into it that maybe we don't see because mm. of this new person on the block and it's like, who is this person? And they get a pro card. Don't think it's happened first go easy peasy, lemon squeezy kind of thing. Like that's not it Definitely at all. Not. And even just like prior bodybuilding experience, someone could train for 10 years, never mm. do a competition, do their very first competition and win. And it would make a lot more sense than maybe someone that's done like two or three competitions, but they've only been training for a few years. Yeah. So they could have a wealth of bodybuilding experience, but have never done an actual competition. And then obviously when they come to a, a stage, they're going to look awesome, right? Well, that was like me, my first show. I'd been in the gym for five years mm. before I actually got on stage. And you know, I won the first show I did, but I was up against girls who didn't have as much muscularity 
as me. Yeah. Like they had only just started. Like it, it made sense. Like I look back at those photos and go, oh, well, I just had more density. Yeah. Like that's why I won that show. Which is time. Right? Exactly. Like what we're talking about. You've put more time into it than they have. So you've been able to grow a lot more muscle. 100%. Of course. Yeah, definitely. Just don't get caught up in the, well, why don't I have what they have? One, actually, let's move away from bodybuilding for a second. Even like girls with fake boobs, for example. That that was one thing okay. for me. But remember for me, this is a while ago, I was like, yeah, oh, like, okay. like, should I, I don't know. Like I've never, I have natural boobs, but like I would always feel the pressure to get fake boobs because other girls were getting them and they looked good. Like they look great on girls. Like don't get me wrong, but it was definitely like a bit of a pressure, like comparison, uh, you know, comparison myself to someone else being like, well, their boobs look better than mine. I should get fake boobs. Sure. Then. And I feel like a lot of other girls go through the same thing. It goes the same for nose jobs. It goes the same thing mm. for hair extensions or lash extensions. It's like, oh, well, they look good with it and they're getting maybe attention for it or whatever it might be. Maybe yeah, I should is, get the that. The pull is there, right? Yeah. I don't know if it, there's anything like that for guys, is there? like Not too much. There's nothing that we can re- – like we don't really get procedures too much, yeah. nearly as much as girls. I suppose just the push to grow more muscle, like size yeah. is a big comparing issue with guys. Mm. So like if this guy's bigger, then, you know, this guy feels like he needs to be as big as like the guys and the rest of his group. But procedure-wise, nothing too much. Just more muscle, I suppose, is what we're really <laughs> chasing. <More muscle>. <laughs> <laughs> if your boy has more muscle than you, you would kill to get more muscle yeah. than him. You want to like guys are competitive yeah. like that. Yeah, and like this is no hate on girls, by the way. Like you know, if no, you have no. fake boobs, whatever. Like I don't care. Good on you, girl. Like go for it. But it is just one of those things that I feel like just be careful when you're comparing yourself to someone. Why are you comparing it? Is it because you have an insecurity? on something that normally stems a comparison to something for sure and also genetics genetics are a huge factor when it comes to bodybuilding especially Mm. you know like someone might have very awesome delts but that's because they have very wide shoulders or someone might have great glutes but maybe that's because they have certain genetics that make them look massive i don't know whatever it might be like Genetics are a huge play in yeah. bodybuilding. Well, you see the wellness girls, right? Yeah. Like their bodies are almost destined to be wellness girls. Yeah. And like some people just simply will never fit into a certain category. I'll like, never be a wellness girl. <laughs> I could yeah. never be a wellness girl. Yeah, you, you really just need the genetics of just like the yeah. bigger hips. Yeah, I have that more athletic yeah. girl look. And that's that's just real life. Like everyone yeah. has different body types. There's different categories of body types and certain people can't look a certain way. Mm. Like I feel like I've got more of like an athletic build also. Yeah. So like being an open class or like muscle model, like just doesn't seem like something realistic yeah. for me. Always seem like more of that slender fitness physique model type. But yeah, that's the thing. Like comparing yourself to someone that has a different body type than you as well. Like that's a whole nother story because that's almost like an unachievable goal because mm. they've already got such a big advantage because their body is destined to be this shape so chasing that i feel like would be a losing battle at that point but on to your point you've also got to think about will this make me happy as well Mm. like you compare yourself to someone and you think you know the fake boobs a nose job looks great on them but if i get that will that make me happy yeah but then if not like the last thing you want to do is get that thinking that you're going to look better or feel better but then realize those same issues still exist you should be doing it for yourself at the end of the day. 100% you should be, for sure. Like, if you want fake boobs to make yourself feel confident, go for it. Like, whatever. Like, I feel like some people do it for the wrong reason and then they regret it. And yeah. they go, why did I do this? I didn't need to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like, just always catch yourself out when you're comparing. Like, why are you comparing? Who are you comparing to? What are the logical reasons to why they might have what you don't have? Yeah. 
Like, why do they have more muscle than you? Okay, maybe it's because they've been in the gym for five years. You know, or why does this person have more money than you? Okay, maybe their business has been going for five years instead of one year. Like, you know, there's heaps of ways that you can get that confused, but never think that you should be where someone else is. Like, I've been doing this thing for three years, as in my business, you've been going for one, right? And we're in very different chapters of our businesses, but it doesn't mean that we should be comparing our businesses to each other. Does that make sense? Yeah, of course it does, for sure. Like, obviously, you're very successful at what you do. Yeah. Like, I'm striving to reach uh, a high success with my pretty fresh business at yeah. the end of the day. But I don't look at that with any sort of malice exactly. or jealousy or anything and like you that. Shouldn't. It would be stupid to because of exactly what we're talking about. She's been doing this a lot longer than me. She's mm. got her systems down. Like, she's had a whole lot more experience. So, I'm only going to be happy for your success and yeah. then obviously take a little bit of motivation from it, which I do. Like, I see how you handle your business, your clients, just how you run everything. And then I take motivation from that. I'm like, okay, these are the heights we can get to as a trainer. So, yeah, I pull quite a, lo- quite a lot of uh, motivation for my own business from that. And I think everyone else should with yeah. anything else that you feel yourself comparing against. So if you do see that person that has a physique that you like or if they're a little bit further ahead than maybe yourself, try to take that motivation from that situation. Try to apply maybe some things that they have done. Try to better yourself just by um, seeing the results that they've got and then you know, make that something that furthers you along instead of something that kind of brings you down because it's just not really fair for yourself at that point. Yeah, which moves on to our next topic of this, which is take motivation from others' success. Don't tear someone down. It's very easy to look at someone and kind of go, oh, well, they have a better physique than me, but you know, they, their delts look weird. So oh, like, you know, like weird things like that. Do you know the big one is? The biggest one for guys. You post, like I see this all the time. You see a guy post a photo, usually like a famous guy or something, and then he's looking yoked. Steroids, steroids, <laughs> oh, needle emoji. <laughs> I see it all the time and like these big guys pages yeah i'm like you don't realize how hard this guy works like this guy works his ass off for that but that's exactly what we're talking about like that's people pulling this guy down who's a lot higher up than they are because they haven't achieved that so they're trying to bring them down to their level as much as possible which is not really the way to go about it yeah i always like to look at it like if i do get it's, it's a trigger let's be honest it's because you're being triggered by their success if you find yourself like pulling someone down yeah I always look at it as, okay, what is it that they have that I don't have, first of all? Like, what am I actually looking at? Let's say they have a big bum and I want a big bum, just for example. Okay, they have bigger glutes than me. Okay, so why am I actually sitting here and tearing them down and being nasty to them when they have what I want? Is, is that what it comes down to? Well, it shouldn't. Instead, I should be motivated and I should be celebrating that person for having what I want mm. and being like, you know what, girl? Fuck yeah, you should have the best be glutes the, ever. Should definitely Goals. be the case. You know what I mean? Like, like that's what we should be doing. We yeah. should be like going into their comments, DMing them, be like, fuck yeah, like get it, girl. Can't wait to look like yeah. you. Because one day, you know, you will have those glutes or you will have those shoulders or whatever it might be. But if you sit there in a negative Nancy state, you're gonna be negative Nancy for the rest of your life. It's also not gonna further you to get these glutes that you want. Yeah. Like if you pull them all the way down, if you make them feel terrible, doesn't bring you up. 
mm. doesn't bring you up at all. You're still at your level. They're just maybe a little bit lower if you brought them down. But I can kind of like understand why people do it. It's for the wrong reason. But mm. obviously, if there's a big gap between you and this person, if you bring them down, obviously that gap's a lot smaller. So then you don't feel as bad for being as far behind them. But it's definitely not the right way to go about it. You should just think about yourself and then pushing yourself as far forward as you can instead of bringing others backwards. Because that's where you get the satisfaction from. And that's when you start crushing some of those just self-limiting beliefs of yourself like oh, i can't grow these glutes well go try to grow yeah. those glutes you know yeah, grow them as much as you can as much as you possibly can <laughs> don't try to pull people down that have done what you want to do try to push yeah. yourself up to their level yeah it goes the same for comp prep though like a lot of people will compare what they're doing in comp prep to someone else's comp prep mm. and go oh well they're on the stairs for half an hour why aren't I on the stairs for half an hour? Yeah. Or, you know, oh, they're only doing half an hour. Well, I'm doing 45 minutes. So yeah. I'm even better than you. Like just little things like that, Yeah. which it is very easy. Like I remember my first comp prep, I was definitely comparing what I was doing in prep versus someone else. And I was always thinking like, am I doing the right thing? Am I doing the wrong thing? Am I doing enough? Yeah, because like, it's your first comp prep. Like you don't know anything better. Where now I don't compare anything about my comp prep to anyone else's because I know that my prep is going to be different a, every single time I do a prep, but then B, it's going to be different to everyone else. Like yes. our preps are different. Completely different. Yeah. yeah. Like completely we live different. together and we do completely different things. Same with if we had a next door neighbor who had a prep, all three of us would be completely different. Completely different. Yeah. If anything, if I was on the same team as someone and we had the exact same prep, I'd be like, what? Yeah. Like, why are we on the same calories? Why are we doing the same cardio? Why? Why are we doing all these things at the same time? Like, I understand, like, sometimes you could be, you know, adding in cardio around the same time or whatever. Like, you know, you will have some similarities to people. I get that. But it shouldn't be cookie cutter. No. It, like, that, that's not what comp prep is. It should Definitely never not. be cookie cutter. Well, everyone's bodies are different first off. Everyone has different metabolisms. Everyone weighs different amounts. Everyone has different amounts of body fat. Mm-hmm. People have different targets. Like, I'm trying to get very, very lean. You're trying to get bikini lean. There's different, different <laughs> outcomes. Bikini lean. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I'm trying to get, like, absolutely fat-free. Yeah. <laughs> you know, know what I mean? You're trying to be inside out. I'm trying <laughs> to be inside out with, like, zero, just skin muscle. That's it. Keen <laughs> for that podcast when, like, we're sitting here, like, a couple of weeks out from show, and I'm, like, still a little bit vibrant and you're like dead. I can barely talk. <laughs> barely talk. Can't keep my eyes open. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. That's gonna yeah, be, yeah, yeah, that'll be all right. I'll have five monsters before we go on air. <laughs> just, <laughs> just on a straw, like one of those straw hats. Oh, straw hats with like it just the circumference is just yeah. all monster cans, and there's one major straw that attached to all of them. We should done. We're gonna do that. Yeah, just for the podcast. Just, just for the podcast. <laughs> I just can't move my head at all or just no. be swishing left <laughs> and right and uh, spill a bit. And <laughs> That'd be the weirdest video to upload. It's just me wearing this big monster hat. <laughs> oh, please, if you listen to this, just visualize me with a helmet on with like 10 monster cans wrapping around, maybe duct taped on or something like that. <laughs> and then like that death face yeah, while sucking a in straw. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What a look. <laughs> yeah, what a vibe that will be. <laughs> anyway, tangent <laughs> there. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Um, uh, as for now, I feel fantastic, so no need for the monster hat. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad, babe. But yeah, everyone's comp prep, everyone's diet phase, everyone's building phase, like everything is going to be different. Just because someone put on 10 kilos in their bulk doesn't mean you have to put on 10 kilos. You might only put on five, and that's totally fine. Like no one's journey to stage or fitness journey in general is going to be the same yeah definitely not 
And there's certain limitations as well. Like if you see a, a fella in the gym and he's doing the same competition as you, same category, if he's doing, say, for example, 14,000 steps and you're doing 12, it's easy to think, oh, hold on, I should be doing 14. He's going to get yeah, leaner than me. Exactly. But maybe there's two things. He could be having either a lot more food or a lot less food. You have no idea how much he's eating to do that amount of cardio. Mm. But maybe his body's being stubborn. Maybe he's a little bit behind and where, he, where the coach wants him to be. Maybe he needs to do this to really kind of push past a, a, um, a plateau that he's been set and then maybe you just don't have to because you're cruising so far so there's different scenarios your body could be in and what you could be experiencing in prep to warrant different protocols exactly. so you can never really compare how you're going about because there's a million ways to do this that's yeah. the thing there's not one structured you need to be on 10,000 steps and 2,000 no. calories Otherwise it's we not a thing. Cutter. It would literally just exactly. be copy and paste. Yeah, it would make coaching so easy. We wouldn't need coaches. We'd <laughs> we just wouldn't need coaches. Yeah. yeah, athletes would just follow the same protocol and we'd all look the same. Easy. How boring. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so boring. But it's like, you know, for me, my calories were up at like 2,000 calories for the majority of my last prep. Mm. And I had a lot of people in my DMs who were competing saying, oh, you know, like, how did you get your calories so high? I'm just a bit worried because mine's not yeah. at 2,000. And it's like, yeah, what? My metabolism is ridiculous. It always has been my whole life. And then also, I'm tall. <laughs> I'm a very tall girl who has a lot of muscle. Like, you know, your short girls who don't have much muscle, you don't need as much food. Of course, yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's a very big thing as well. Don't compare the food. Don't compare the steps or anything. One of my girls who I'm actually comp prepping at the moment, she works in a gym. So she easily racks up 20,000 steps a day. Mm. And so, of course, she's not going to be on a 12,000 step count because 20,000 is – her day-to-day life and yep. that's just how it is and she'll probably be eating a little bit more food exactly as well. she is she's eating a lot more food than the other girls of course because her energy expenditure is so much higher mm-hmm. so you, it's hard to be like well why can't i eat that much yeah it's like well she's burning a lot of it yeah if you trust your coach and you trust the journey that you're on you shouldn't be worrying about what other competitors are doing with Definitely their not. comp prep you're in your own lane that, that's the biggest thing stay in your own lane don't go comparing yourself your posing if that actually Posing is a big thing as well. A lot of people will look at how a girl holds a front pose. I find this a lot with posing clients. They'll look at how they hold a front pose and then go, oh, their toe is slightly off to the left. I should do that with my toe. When really, no, you shouldn't because your body doesn't need that. Like you you don't need to hold your front pose in that certain way, which I'm sure you can relate to for guys. Like you don't actually need to, like posing is definitely not a copy and paste sport. Not a sport, but like it's not a copy and paste. It's very individual to the person. And if you find yourself copying people that you see on Instagram, yeah, okay, some things might work, but most of it won't because it's individualized to that athlete. Well, especially for the WBFF as well, you get a full custom routine. There's Mm. no mandatory. So you actually can be very choosy with the shots that you hit. And I've experienced that as well. I've seen some guys on stage, they'll hit this epic pose. A lot of the time it's like a double bicep. So they'll get both arms up. And I don't, I don't look the best in that. I actually don't like that shot for me at all. And I'd try to hit that just when I'm practicing myself and I would hate it. I'm like, I don't look good hitting this shot. I really don't. How does that guy look so good? His arms look very full. He looks fantastic when he hits it. Why don't I look like that? And I was going through that for a little bit. I was like, I don't understand like, why I can't like get better at this shot. And I'd simply just choose another shot. I would keep one arm up and then I'd put the other arm behind my head. And then I realized, oh, this is a much better shot for me because you got to choose your strengths and your weaknesses when it comes to posing, mm-hmm. especially for a federation that you can choose your own poses. And that one just fit way better for me. And then that's been my staple pose every single show. So it's easy to compare. 
say a, a shot for example when you're posing to someone else and realize okay well he's doing that because that highlights his strengths they're not my strengths mm. but then i'll hit this shot and it highlights mine which might not be his like there's probably a reason why he wouldn't hit this shot so everyone has their strengths and weaknesses and i realized oh that's simply just not my strength yeah so i'm not gonna go forward with it yeah. and then just didn't get down that i couldn't hit that shot i just chose something that was a little bit more preferential for myself and that's the whole thing with posing you're hiding your weaknesses and showing off your strengths like what someone else is doing they're probably hiding their weaknesses oh they definitely are there's you know? so many there's so many little um little tips and tricks with posing just turning the waist to the side like yeah. squaring the shoulders up how you kick your knee out this it's a it's a game of illusions really definitely. like no one just stands straight on towards the camera like everyone's doing all these little tactics to make themselves look smaller here and bigger up there Listen to your coach. That's all you got to do, honestly. Like, yeah, okay, try different things, but at the end of the day, your coach knows best for you and your body. So don't go overthinking it. You, you don't have to overthink anything in prep. You just got to do as you're told. That's really your position as a client. Like when you mm. do have a competition prep coach or even just a coach in general, you want to choose a coach that you're very comfortable with and that you trust wholeheartedly because how it works, you want to be the one doing the work, but you want to hand the reins over to that coach. So they do all the planning just so you don't have to worry about anything. You'll be a lot more set in stone when it comes to the actual preparation phase. When you're not worrying, am I doing this right? Should I be doing this? Have faith in your coach. Let him do all the dictating and just do the work. Just tick the boxes. That's all you're going to do. I always have a joke like... If I'm expecting a weight drop and then I get on the scale and it hasn't dropped or it's gone up or whatever, I literally just laugh to myself and go, huh, that's Tim's problem. Because it is Tim's problem. I have done everything that he's told me to do. I haven't left a um, box unticked or anything like that. So it is his problem. He has yeah. to fix it. Don't take it on your own. Don't stress about it just because you didn't do 14,000 steps like old mate on Instagram. It has nothing to do with that. No. It's just your journey and that's all it should be. Well, and also saying that if you do encounter something that you weren't expecting, say like a weight increase, what you don't want to do is change too much with the plan. Mm. Don't think, oh, shit, I've got to do 5,000 steps today or I shouldn't have this last meal. What that's going to do is throw your coach off. Yeah. They're not going to know what to change because all these results coming from the next week are going to be completely off because you're not following the plan. So simply just bring it up with the coach. He'll more than likely, or he or she, will... Hey, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, yeah, yeah. We coach too. <laughs> Go girls. Girl team. <laughs> Um, but no, bring it up with the coach if you do have an issue like that. It's just say, hey, my weight's gone up. Like I'm thinking of pulling the steps up. They would just say, no, that's just your body normally fluctuating. Yeah. Or yeah, we, you had a high carb day yesterday. Of course it was going to go up. Don't change anything. And they'll just screw your head on. Mm. And it just saves a lot of mental stress as well. Because you can go a whole week just being like, fuck, I put half a kilo on. Oh, oh. But no, just, just talk to your coach about it. They'll reassure you. Yeah. I've had multiple clients tell me um, something similar. They'll just... They'll message me, hey, my weight's a little bit higher than usual. I'll check their photos. They're looking better than ever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like that's, re that's really like the full stop. It's like well, <laughs> you're physically looking a whole lot better because your body does do that. It does go up and down every couple of days. I've actually been doing that recently mm. with my prep. I've been weighing myself every day. You definitely don't have to, but just out of curiosity, I'm doing it every day just to see how much I go up and down. And I'm eating the same foods all day, every day. I don't change anything. And it does go up. 
Yeah. Like it will go up by like 500 grams and then the next morning it will drop by 700 grams and it just does this weird fluctuating thing and it's always going to do that. So to see the scale and just think, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm messing up. I've got to change something in the plan. It's just your body doing normal things. Trust your coach. And the thing is you see yourself every single day, right? Like you wake up Multiple to the same times. body every day. You look at yourself in the mirror every day. You are going to be the last person to see any changes in yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, and I know like sometimes it's easy to see on Instagram, oh, this person had a one kilo weight drop. Why aren't I having a one kilo weight drop? You may have had a one kilo weight drop by the way you look, but you won't see it because yeah. you are just so, what is morphia? That's what it is. Mm-hmm. But I can guarantee if you took a photo and compared it, you'd be like, oh, I look completely different. Yeah. It happens so many times. Well, also like the scale isn't a hundred percent accurate. You can do something that's called body recomping. So where you start adding some muscle whilst also dropping body fat. Mm -hmm. So if you were to jump on the scale for a few weeks, if your body weight's not doing too much, I've come across this quite a few times, even with myself recently, and then your body weight's not doing too much, it's so easy to think, I'm not dropping any fat. Yeah, This plan's not working. What's wrong? We've got to change something. You know, maybe you don't. Check Mm -hmm. your photos. You might actually see that you are physically looking leaner. But then maybe you've just grown some muscle. And that's okay too. That's fantastic. That's best case scenario. You want that. (laughs) You're never going to know exactly what's going on inside your body. That's the thing. Like the the scale dictates so much, (laughs) but it shouldn't make you feel worthy or not worthy. Certainly not. Certainly not. It's just a rough gauge. Yeah. To be honest. That was a tangent. It was a tangent. (laughs) But last one for this episode is set realistic goals for yourself. This is a big one. Would you like to go on that one? Absolutely. So obviously Sam and I, we both do competition preps and we are doing everything in our power to lose as much body fat as we possibly can. It's really our only goal at the moment. Come in, lean for this show and be as competitive as possible so that we can win what we've set out to win. Now we have optimized our life for that. We have put everything in place. We're avoiding certain situations, making sacrifices. But that's our goal is just win a competition like this. So we've set ourselves up for that goal. Now, it's easy to see, say, a bodybuilder's progress and be like, oh, they're dropping much more fat than I am, right? But this is our goal, right? And it's not everyone's goal. Like you might just be, say, like a lifestyle trainer. You might just train a few times a week and just make healthy eating choices instead of just rigorously tracking every single calorie, going to the gym six times a week, doing 12,000 steps a day. Like you might not be doing that. But to assume that you're going to see the same results as someone that is doing that, I think is quite detrimental. So you've really got to set these realistic goals of maybe I'll lose, you know, maybe half the, the body fat that they do. That's yeah. when that's when you start um, screwing your head on a little bit and then you don't get as down about the amount of progress that you are making, which could be an incredible amount of progress for the protocols that you have in place. But to assume that you're going to make the same amount of progress as someone that's doing a whole lot more, I think can get you down quite a bit. I find it's very common with when I'm coaching, like I have a lot of lifestyle clients and I find it very common when I post, I did my 30 minutes on the stairs today or whatever it might be in prep. Like I'm in the deep ends of prep. And then I have a lifestyle client say, oh, should I be doing that? And it's like, no, you should, no. I'm, I'm doing something that is like a bit extreme, especially when I was doing IFBB. I was doing very extreme things to get to a certain amount of body fat. Mm-hmm. And I had a lot of clients say, oh, well, I should be doing that. I can't have seasonings. I can't have this much oil or whatever it might be. And I was like, no, 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 please do do those things because when i'm outside of prep i do those things yeah 
You know, like little things like that. Like just because your goal is different. Exactly. Right? And just because I'm getting ready for a show doesn't mean you have to do those things because you're in a cut. Like once again, it, it goes to staying in your lane mm -hmm. and just doing what you're told. Yeah. But understanding and being logical that what we're doing currently, it's not realistic. It's not realistic, no. Unless you are stepping onto a bodybuilding stage, yeah. it's not realistic. Like to lose body fat just as a general life goal, you wouldn't do this kind of stuff. No, you wouldn't God be no. nearly as rigorous as what we're doing right now. Like we went to an event last night and you were sitting oh, that was there looking brutal. at the food. And oh, that was brutal. We went to our uh, manager Coco's birthday party and she had this amazing platter of just platter. everything that you could think of. Just like this incredible amount and it was just way too much food, which obviously made me think, I need to chip away at this. Mm. This, this party needs my help. <laughs> and I was just looking at it. I was, <laughs> so there's so much food. It was go to waste if I don't eat it all. <laughs> but then, um, yeah, it was painful because I couldn't eat any of it. And uh, we went to leave and we went out back and we're having a bloody barbecue there. So there I was even- some food. She had a little bit of food. I'm allowed some food still. She's plan, allowed so. a bit of food. I am not. <laughs> so it was actually very painful having to watch that. Yeah. But that is the goal that we've set we want to be as adherent as possible so we are avoiding situations like this when we are in the the depths of prep but for someone that's just trying to lose a little bit of weight you can do stuff like this yeah. you don't have to heavily restrict like we are i say to all my clients all the time they say oh i've got an event on the weekend um you know like i'm, I'm not going to drink i'm going to bring my own tupperware container and everything and i literally apply and go that's great like hats off to you for wanting to be on track and everything but honestly, if you just want to go to the event and enjoy yourself, I'm more than happy with that too. And every time they're always surprised. They're like, wait, what? Mm. And I'm like, because I'm in prep, right? So if I bring a container to an event, it's because I can't eat what's there. Yeah. Normally, if I wasn't in prep or even if I was just in like a little mini cut phase, I would still eat the food at the event. I would still have a couple of drinks. I wouldn't worry about anything like that. And it comes back to our nutrition episode yeah you just go to the event you enjoy yourself you don't have to take that tupperware container because you see us do it on instagram no. it, it doesn't it's not like that it's you're in a, you're in lifestyle you know or even like you know if you are outside of comp prep it doesn't mean that you have to be taking those containers still outside of comp prep yeah like i'm in a really weird boat at the moment i'm like i'm in comp prep but i can still like track macros and stuff so i have had a few things like here and there and like last night, it was very weird. It was like, oh, I have a meal in my bag just in case. But there's yeah, you also, were really torn with I this. was so torn because I had you beside me who was deep in prep. Just like, <laughs> I'm not even touching anything on that plate. Who's doing the same show as me, mind you. And then I'm sitting there like, but I, I can eat this food. Like I've been told I can. Like there's nothing wrong with the food in front of me. Like I can macro track this. And you were like, just just have it like you're fine Sam and I was like but should I like you're in prep <laughs> oh lord yeah you're really really torn about that I'm just like just have a little bit like yeah. it is not going to kill you once I was logical about it I enjoyed some food and had you a great did. time don't look back you did that was actually it actually made it harder for me because you were enjoying this awesome <laughs> sausage what, what do you even have you I had, had like a sausage on bread sausage on bread and you, just the smell of that was painful I see something about barbecues get me yeah. like I could have all of the boys around me having KFC, not phase. And I love KFC, but I'll be not phase. If it's like fast food or anything like that, I'm, I'm fine. But if it's someone having a barbecue with all this tasty <laughs> meat grilling and then all the smell getting in my nose. Yeah. I get a little weak. <laughs> I would never cheat on it, but it's, it, it pulls you. Yeah. Yeah. That's me with grilled when I'm like in the deep end of prep and I can't, 
like eat off plan grilled is what gets me i'm like oh no i gotta walk away yeah exactly gotta gotta remove myself from this situation (laughs) this actually feels like i'm getting stabbed (laughs) yeah but just remember guys like just catch yourself out and comparing but also it's human it's a very human thing to compare yourself to others it's just about being aware and then being kind to yourself when you catch yourself doing it. Just, don't just allow yourself to do it and put yourself in a negative mindset. Catch yourself on it and get yourself back into that positive mindset. And that's really when it's dangerous is when you look at someone and compare and then take something negative away from it. Because mm. comparing is fantastic if you want to use them as a little bit of motivation. Yeah. If you want to take something from what they've done and implement it into your life or your routine, it's a very powerful tool comparing yourself to others and just seeing maybe where you could be in that amount of time. So just try to compare, but then also just take something away from it instead of bringing yourself down for no reason. 100%. All right. Well, we hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Lots of good nuggets in there, I believe, like always. Yeah, a few to take away. We always make sure to make these podcasts very value-packed, try to help as many of you as possible with situations that we've been in and something that we assume that some of you could experience and then maybe approach better after seeing some of these episodes. Definitely. But... Remember, follow us on Instagram. I'm at underscore Smithwicks. And I am at it's Lucas underscore WBFF Pro. And we do have a Project Upgrade Instagram as well, which is Project Upgrade Podcast. Make sure you go follow us on there as well. But we will be back in your ears next week. Thanks for tuning in. As always, guys, have the best weekend ever. Chat to you soon. Bye. Bye.